0: Dear human, dear soul, I welcome you to my podcast series, Conversations with the Universe. Since a near-death experience, I have the gift to communicate with subtle levels of the cosmos. The knowledge from these for us invisible forms of energy I capture in my books, and it is now a great pleasure for me to share this knowledge, these conversations, with you as a supplement to the books. Please excuse me if the terms and articulations are not perfect. Our mother tongue is German, but we try to translate it to the best of our abilities. Thank you. Off to the next episode. Please speak my dearest friend and teacher.
1: Some places I will never understand. Not only because I can never travel to them, but because no one can and therefore no well-founded information is available to me to understand and share. The source of all being is such a place. This area is outside of my understanding of time and space. Even if neither time nor space exists here the way you experience them, We all define time by movement and its speed. And we all define forms by the speciality around them. So much is related to and interwinded with these beliefs. None of the areas I have described have time and speciality as you know them. And yet I can only describe all of this through these parameters. So I'm trying to use this form to describe the formless. But the area of the source cannot be described with these parameters.
0: But what exactly makes it so difficult? Please, at least try so that we may understand in our human life the power of the source. What it is via your understanding of the source. Please.
1: It is maybe Easiest to describe if I give you two images okay yes one is the Sun in the sky which you can't always clearly make out as the Sun but only as a brightness shining everywhere it is similar with the source it can't really be defined as a locality but its power and consciousness shines through everything so it invigorates all our forms here in the subtle realm, just as it does with you in the material realm. You have the sun, which also transformed the power of the source into life force, into light force, which in turn can be observed by the material forms. We have the source. It shines and radiates through, creates and animates every single being, every single energy that moves here, every single one. By the large, be them large or small.
0: You are saying that in the ethereal world, the source energy... Permeates all entities, all individual energy. Yes. So the difference to the solar energetics of which you have just spoken is that the sun not only animates us humans who contain consciousness, but also, for example, plants which have no consciousness. Mm -hmm. So this transformation of source energy via the sun can also animate soulless energies in the gross matter, right?
1: Yes, that's exactly right. Your sun transforms the power of the source into other forms of life force, which enable other forms without consciousness to exist. This is the basis for the diversity of your landscapes, plants, creatures and animals.
0: I would just like to point out that you taught me that soul energies, that is individual energy fields with an individual consciousness, can incarnate only from a certain body size upwards. Mm -hmm. And you said this size is that of a mouse. From that size onwards, a soul energy can incarnate, but doesn't necessarily have to. Mm -hmm. At the size of a dolphin, And a human being, the body needs to be animated by so much energy that it requires a soul. Yes. Dolphins and human beings are therefore not viable without soul energy. Mm -hmm. I want to state this briefly here for those who have not listened to the other episodes. This is true, isn't it? It is. Okay, this makes sense because then the source is like some kind of primordial source and in our matter this can materialize in various ways via the energy converter, that is the sun, right?
1: (laughs) Yes, very nicely deduced.
0: (laughs) Please keep, keep describing if you can.
1: The source radiates through and around our realms and all types of materiality Just like the sun radiates around your perception on the planet. The only difference is that we do not experience night. Mm -hmm. The other example I wanted to give is the universe. If we stretch the perspective a little further, I can take the universe as a metaphor to describe the omnipresence of the source. But here it is in the energetics which you cannot perceive as light. Both images fit. Both images are right. In terms of perspective, one is on a planet and uses the comprehension and perception of the living beings on the planet, the other is located outside the planet. But both images are true, because they always describe the big picture, which includes Everything, But compared to your sun, the source knows no night, knows no break, knows no rest. All of which happens for all living beings on earth because of the movement of the planet.
0: Please describe some more how you perceive the soul energy.
1: For me, The power of the source is the most fascinating and exciting thing I can experience in all my research. Nothing can describe this extraordinary energy source. And consequently, nothing can understand it. The energy source of all being is so inconceivably big, so inconceivably expansive so inconceivably luminous and loving, but above all, so inconceivably aware that the being which originated from the source can probably never really grasp what the source really is.
0: Yes, the question you often ask yourself as a human being is, what existed before the source? And you don't even ask this question anymore, don't you? (laughs)
1: Sylvia I do but not really (laughs) you must imagine it like the silent understanding of the physical movements even I don't like using the word physics here because it's a word from your world but I'm using your your vocabulary so that you can better understand the connections okay this power can't have always existed like this So even I am asking this question, what was before the source? But what what I'm trying to say in my energetics, I use your terminologies, but in the end, there's something like a silent understanding. And I silently understand this force in its power to create everything.
0: Have you ever asked yourself what the motivation of the source is? I mean, it doesn't just radiate energy, but this energy is full of consciousness. So it does what it does very consciously.
1: As I said, I don't have any information on that. But to describe it a bit more tangibly for you in the other questions, take the image of the sun. That's the easiest for you in worldly terms. Take this image and imagine that you can't see the sun itself right now. But the sky is bright blue. Everything is bathed in light. The plants are rising their heads and turning towards the sun. You can observe these movements most clearly in the sunflowers when they tilt their heads down again at night. Of course this applies to all other plants of light too. You humans are also bound to this source of light and its rhythm. But the energetics itself of how this light actually motivates growth in the cells is still a mystery. And despite all The research, so is what is behind the physical understanding of all the processes of the so called photosynthetics. The great question of all questions is why is light necessary to promote this growth in plants and animals? It is because an invisible force directs everything and the sun is ultimately only a converter along the way. The source energy is the cause of all energy in the cosmos. Every grass and subtle form has ultimately been created from the source. The living beings with consciousness, souls, the mother souls, the white spheres, the angels, the masters, and so much more. And the organic life forms of being have been created through Chi, the plants through light. Everything, really absolutely everything, even the planets themselves, are expressions of the source.
0: It's nice that you say that expression of the source. Because sometimes I ask myself, with so many terrible things happening on earth, for example, so many natural disasters and the psychological and physical cruelties that people inflict to each other, is all that really intended this way by the source? I mean, how is it possible that something so aware takes the energy units, souls, It has produced into suffering via the experience of both mental as well as physical pain.
1: If you expand your perception as far as you can, you will find the answer all by yourself, Silvia.
0: But why should I do that when I have you on the line right now?
1: (laughs) (laughs) As you wish. I like challenging and encouraging you. And you already feel the answer, don't you? Okay. That's why I said that.
0: <laughs> okay, I accept the challenge. Challenge, yeah. Part of the process of developing and growing is dying. The transformation of energies and therefore suffering is also part of the process of development, of growing, right?
1: Yes, that's absolutely right, my dear. Mm. In the cosmos, developing from matter always consists of energy transformation
0: mm. so i so am I to assume that every experience of suffering is also an important part in the developmental process mm.
1: yes mm. unfortunately, this is the case, but all of this is like a huge set cycle in which every single one of the suffering souls as you have just described them, has grown and learned through the experience of suffering. Unfortunately, growth does not only happen through you walking a path comfortably, but sometimes through experiencing unpleasant situations.
0: So people should not consider this cycle, this way of being, something threatening or dangerous, but enjoy the moment all the more while at the same time being aware of the fact that all of it could Mm. change anytime for example because of natural disasters
1: yes you're addressing something i keep stressing life is a gift Mm. life is the continuous call to yourself to grow to develop to expand unlike anywhere else you are provided with different possibilities chances, tools and circumstances, use them all.
0: Yes, I understand. But now back to the source. Do you perceive some kind of light source in your plane that is stronger than the light of the source that surrounds and radiates through everything?
1: Yes, there is this light source which has a stronger effect on every level. This is ultimately also the connection of the levels to each other, if you have the perception for it. Mm. Perception is, of course, an indispensable prerequisite. You can imagine it like this. If you focus on it, there is one spot where you can perceive more strongly in each plane what the light is creating around it and within it. Ultimately, this is like your sun, which you can perceive on the horizon, sometimes more, sometimes less.
0: But you described a dome when we spoke about the plane of the white spheres. Mm. Does this light source nevertheless exist there too?
1: Yes. It's the same everywhere, dear. Everywhere. If you look for the source, you will find this spot. Mm I found it everywhere, but only once I consciously directed my attention there. Mm. Before that, it is like the light in your sky, permanently present, without you really having to see the sun.
0: Quick question to get the picture right. Mm -hmm. When we look, when we look at the sky here, it's blue. Is it the same for you?
1: No. No, my dear, of course not. But thank you for your question. Mm -mm. It's always bright here, dear, just bright, with a whitish yellow hue.
0: And the light source of the source is the brightest spot, not because it is whiter, but because it emits stronger light to the spot, right? Yes,
1: yes, yes. Just as you know waterfalls, here you experience Light falls. Ah. And that's the source.
0: Ah, that is very interesting because it ultimately provides a kind of locality in what is supposed to be description, a formless level. Mm. I'm trying hard to imagine this some more and to feel it too. Does the source, this light fall, move? Yes. And did you find out how?
1: No. frankly, I suspect, even though I don't like assumption, as you know, that all these perceptions of the movements of the light fall and everything related to the source is really very, very, very related to one's perception. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'll manage to give you more accurate answers once I've trained my perception even more but I doubt it. I really believe that it's not possible to visit the, as you would say, sun.
0: Yes, you said that beautifully. After all, you would burn to death, kind of. Mm -hmm. Do you have any information about what happens to a soul that desperately wants to return to the source? I mean, desperately wants to go there.
1: There is no such urge here, dear. Mm everything is so connected to everything in joy and gratitude that this desire to separate from that which created and animates you does not materialize.
0: I understand what you want to say. It's such a blissful feeling you have in the other planes that any urge any desire for another state just doesn't exist, right? Right. Hmm. I've noticed this In the course of all the many sessions I have done so far, a total feeling of abundance and fulfillment, just wonderful. And the souls feel this fulfillment, depending on their level of awareness and consciousness and their level of energy, of course. Can I picture the source as something that pulsates? No. Hmm. Here on earth, you sometimes direct your gaze towards the sun to mediate within. Meditate within with it. Do you do something similar? Worship the source, meditate with it or speak to it?
1: No, no. We are, if you like, in constant meditation. And we don't need to orient ourselves towards the source because it's there and because it's part of us. It is us and we are
0: it. Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> it's still fascinating. It would be so great to learn where the source came from, how it came to be, and generally how everything came to be. Look, on Earth they still propagate the theory of the Big Bang, which I don't share, by <laughs> the way, because it comes from the perception of our dimensional, dimensional, dimensionality, mm-hmm. and because it tries to describe something that is much bigger but you cannot describe or investigate multidimensional multidimensionality with 3-dimensionality tri- you need more for that just simply other tools mm. and the big bang theory is cobbled together calculated in a way that would make it fit mm-hmm. Well, this is only my theory and my feeling about it. But this is how people try to describe the beginning of all being for their perception. To try and to understand. You don't have this urge at all, don't you? I mean, to understand how and where the source of the subtle world is. No. See, that's really a challenge for me as a researcher. (laughs) That you don't want to know in more detail where the source originates. I will just have to accept it
1: yes and please take this exercise of acceptance as an exercise of trust too it is what it is and not all questions need to be responded to and answered sometimes accepting the fact accepting what cannot be described is also
0: helpful i know it's a bit like describe awareness to me describe love to me (laughs) describe consciousness to me that just doesn't work either (laughs) it's similar isn't it yes
1: it is both forces are as you like to say the elements of subtle being therefore you can keep racking your brains about this but deep inside where you feel and where your soul resides You have long since accepted that these are the subtle
0: elements. Yes. Speaking of subtle elements, can't I add power as a subtle element to my definition of the cosmic elements? Or energy? Or can it only be one of those? Seeing as power is contained in energy, please help me on that.
1: Power for sure. It is the condition for energies to move.
0: Mm.
1: Energy is everything. Mm. I'm not sure if it is totally correct to describe energy mm. as an element. Mm. I would advise I would advise against it. Mm. Love, awareness and power are the tools of souls. That is the tools of these energy fields.
0: And light is part of this component, right? Right. Mm
1: light is the expression of energy and its respective power
0: yeah okay got that thank you back to the source is it your impression that the source always radiates the same way yes then this is where i would like to end my question time about this i don't have any more question for now i'm sure one or two more questions will come up later but as with all the levels and all areas that we travel through here and that you describe so beautifully. But for today, we'll close this episode. I thank you very much. Thank you. Love.
1: Sylvia, my dear, just trust. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Love.